Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of our Spotlight series. We are in the beginnings of May. I was about to say March. Really, really bad. So we're in the beginnings of May, and so it is Martial Arts Month, so our second annual, because before we just kind of picked movies just willy-nilly, but now we sat down and worked out Martial Arts Month. So our, our official and unofficial ambassador from the first year was Jackie Chan, and Katie and I, we did this sweet-ass exchange of films, like, here's my favorite Jackie Chan film, or here's my favorite, and we went from there, and we watched a ton of his films, and one of the, the series that I showed Katie was the Operation Condor series, and it's Armor of God, and then Armor of God 2, or whatever, whatever country you watched it in, it had some weird name, and the one big connection was the character Asian Hawk, so his name is Jackie, but depending on who's talking to him, he's either Hawk or Jackie or whatever. But he, this series is a amalgamation of Indiana Jones and Jackie Chan <laughs> films. Honestly, it's him tomb raiding, looking for all these cool uh, artifacts and things like that, and then still fighting like 20 people at one time and throwing things and flipping around and endangering his life in very unnecessary stunts. He's like, hey, I'm going to throw myself through this window to that balcony over there. Like, but why, Jackie? He's like, because it's cool looking. And then he does it, and you're like, oh my god, he did it. And he's like, I broke my leg. Uh, so that Operation Condor series, probably one of the one of my favorite versions of Jackie Chan in a series. Uh, there's tons of movies where he's done multiples of. So we were looking around this year for a Jackie Chan film that we haven't watched. We wanted to try it watch a couple of newer ones, and we find one, and we looked at the trailer, and it was called Chinese Zodiac, or CZ-12, depending on where you're watching it, and we were looking at the movie, and I was like, this is kind of like, like, Operation condor because he's, you know, doing the things he always does, he's stealing things, and fighting bad guys, and I was like, huh, and looked up the, you know, the notes on the movie, lo and fucking behold, this is the third installment of the Operation Condor series, but they didn't use that name because honestly, the Operation Condor was kind of an American-made name for it, and this movie did come out in America, and they like translated people's voices, they probably would have called it Operation Condor 3 Chinese Zodiac. So we get another installment of the Asian Hawk, or JC, you know, Jesus Christ, as they call him in this movie, he's just Jackie. Honestly, uh, this movie is good. It, it pops up with new, real issues in the world. Like the, I'm going to, I always mess up the word, repatriation. 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 So that is a very big theme in this movie. And we had a couple of real life happening in real life. But in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, that comes up because people getting blipped back into reality. And people like, well, I was in this house for five years. And they're like, well, this was my house before. It's like, but I owned it because you were gone. And it's like, give me my shit. And so uh, that pops up a lot in this film that happens with a lot of the artifacts that Jackie grabs. It's a whole situation. I know in real life, a lot of countries are like, hey, that was ours. We actually created that. And it's like, cool, cool, cool. Your great grandpa came by and stole it, but it actually belongs to us. And so a lot of countries are getting into the, the mood of giving shit back and so that's always really nice that that pops up in this film because it's very modern the other ones they don't really give a date of when it's happening i assume the late 80s maybe early 90s in like canon wise in that world because there was technology but it wasn't it's really weird to really tell because he had like a super cool mitsubishi car that turned into a motorcycle so i don't Oh, in the older Operation Condors? Yeah, so yeah. I like to think that they didn't have that I think technology. it was the 90s. Yeah, so they kind of pushed it forward. In this one, they don't give a date technically. But it's modern technology. Yeah, you know, they have social media and stuff like that. And they're using, they have, uh, what's the type of printer? Like the real. They have a 3D printer. Yeah, and so they can they've got make smartphones stuff. and stuff. Yeah, so, so they're actually current. making things. And they use the 3D printer a lot in this movie. So it's, you know, an Operation Condor film with the technology of now, which works out really well (laughs) 
with you know a spy theme Indiana Jones situation. Uh, go figure. Using technology is really fucking cool. In the old ones, he used technology. It's just now it's better stuff. So uh, this movie is amazing. Like I said, I love seeing the Hawk do cool stuff. You can tell that he is older in this film. Well, he's fifty nine, right? When this was yeah, when he recorded this film, he was fifty nine. Yeah, so Jack Chan's he's getting older, and the way he does things in films, he does everything. And that's not that safe for a 59-year-old. Uh, they probably couldn't tell him what to do, but, you know. But you, you can tell that he's starting to slow down. The fight scenes, he can do all that stuff. But it's like the, yeah, in this fight scene, I'm going to run on this wall and then hop onto this, like, beer silo and then do a backflip off of that and then slide on this thing. And like, okay, slow down, Jack. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> so... But even with that fear of him being older, this movie actually had two world records happen in it. The first one was the most stunts in a movie. So go figure. He gets older. They do even more stunts in it. And they look good. He looks amazing for his age. And it's a lot of just quick things. Like he would like slide down a set of stairs, but just put his feet on the rails real quick. Just really cool things that like, damn, you're really old. And that's really cool. Quit it. Uh... Sweet ass flips off things. Like I was saying before, he scales a building like it's Assassin's Creed for his age. It's absurd, but he does it like it's nothing because he's Jackie Chan. So that was really cool to see. This movie looks so practical. There are a couple of scenes of CG, but like, you know, something crashes in the water. They're like, well, we can spend less if we don't actually put a car in water and just CG it. It's easier. So I get it. But in a lot of his films, it was practical as fuck, man. Like, it just, you know, hey, we need a car to explode and crash this wall. Okay. And they did it. But now it's like CG and stuff, so it's easier. Uh, the second w- world record that they did was actually uh, the record for the most titles for one person. So Jackie Chan, he directed this film, produced it, wrote it, starred in it, did the music, cinematography, and the choreography, and probably other things. I... There's probably other shit that he could probably do. He probably did the lighting and all that shit. Go figure. Uh, Jackie Chan's amazing. Uh, and a beautiful voice. Uh, high Upon High is still one of my favorite songs. That's a fantastic song. From a martial arts film ever. One of my uh, favorite songs from any film ever. Yeah. It's, it's so it's, good. Or maybe I should have the caveat of film. Action films. A, a film, a song from a film that the lead person sang. Oh, because well. there's probably not that many. Uh, I know. In, I mean, every Disney film. Yeah, in in uh, in Grindhouse or most Disney at the films. end of uh, Planet Terror when she's got the machine gun leg, yeah. she actually sings that last song. Like, yeah, yeah, To against yeah. the world, it's a really good song. But Rose McGowan's probably got a good voice. Uh, but no, Jackie Chan is amazing. Like he's we were, a classically trained singer. So. Yeah, when they weren't beating him physically, uh, they were probably beating him just emotionally to get his voice to be right. But, you know, hey, it all worked out. They, they pulled the Joe Jackson method of being famous. And it worked out for Jackie. So I'm very happy for him. Because I watched the the biography of his life and Sammo Hung and Yuen Bao. They beat those children to do, like, flips over and over and stretch their legs over that behind their heads and hold it there for hours. Because they're like, you want to be, be famous? Well, hold this, hold this leg behind your head for hours. And the kids are crying and shit, getting beat. But... They came out being awesome, but still it's abuse. You know. Uh, but no, this movie's amazing. It's cool. Jackie was singing. He, his voice is just in a ton of the songs. It's really good stuff. So I'm always happy to see Jackie Chan doing everything out here. Uh, he's out in these streets doing all the work. So it's really fun. So like always, uh, we're going to go through the plot of this film. Uh, there are some twists and turns, some weird subplots that pop up really quick but then i don't know i didn't really care about it because it wasn't about jackie but some (laughs) of his like subordinates had their own issues but then i was like i don't care well their relationships i cared i cared so so he's got uh his team is made up of him and two men and a woman oh bonnie bonnie yes so we learn throughout the film that one of the men and Bonnie had a relationship prior to the events of this movie, and the man is torn up about it. He wants her back, and she wants nothing to do with him. And Bonnie is just like, 
there's no way he's changed. He was such a dick, like, when we were together before. Like, I can't, we can't do this and work together. It's just not going to work. Oh, yeah. The second guy has his own wife who is pregnant at the time. And he is concerned about that because she's near, like, she's right at the end of her pregnancy. Like, on the verge of giving birth. So he's constantly worried about that throughout the film, checking his phone, checking in with his wife, making sure that everything's okay. So those are the subplots that Otis doesn't care about. <laughs> and I cared. It's not involved with Jackie Chan. I don't I don't care. But it, it's good. Like I said, with the age, you got to add some new people. And there's a couple of fight scenes where Jackie is doing his own thing. And it's the younger kids doing work. Uh, Bonnie actually gets a fight scene while Jackie is dodging 30, 100 people at one time, and Bonnie fights someone while he's doing that, and it's pretty cool looking. I'm like, it's nice. He's he's learning that he can't do all the fighting. In the older films, he fought so much in those movies and ran a lot, and it's like, I'm old, bro. <laughs> like I can't do the whole movie just me running and fighting, because that just ups the percentage of me getting hurt. And so you get some young kids in there, let them do all that weird shit. And then I'll do my 30 minutes of me just acting wild out here. And then I'm going to lay down because I'm tired. Uh, the last 40 minutes of this movie is Jackie Chan being Jackie Chan. And I was like, oh, this feels so good. But I could tell that, like, you're probably fucking worn out from this, Jackie. Yeah. Uh, the end of this movie's wild as hell. He yep. is busted. Uh, it's so good. So, uh, yeah, we'll get through this. So, it there's a little bit of info at the beginning about there were 12... Uh, Z- bronze zodiac heads of all the mascots are the animals, not mascots. And you know, by wars and fights, they were just kind of appropriated by other cultures. Like these are stolen. Ours. Yes, <laughs> not appropriated, straight stolen. Yes, taken away. And so there's this company, the MP Corporation. Uh, MPs mad. I was trying to come up with something real quick. Oh, man, magic points, whatever. Uh, So this company, what they like to do is buy the last of things and then just make it so that they're the only ones that have it and they resell it. They up the price, basically. So they they try to get They're extorting the market. Yeah. They they like to get sets of things. So it's like uh, at the beginning of the movie, they're like, hey, it's these four. uh, Stamps. They're the last ones of. Such and such person. Yeah. And then... There's only four. Yeah, the dude buys it, rips off three, and rips them up in front of everybody's face. He's like, yeah, now there's just one. Because they don't give a shit about history and stuff. They're like, hey, you want this last stamp? Pay up. And you're paying way more than I paid for this. Yeah, so he took the four stamps that he bought for $60 and ripped up three. And now the one stamp is now worth $60 million rather than oh. each stamp being worth $15 million. Oh, I didn't think about that. He probably went for like 12 like 12 120 But yeah, I'm getting my money off of this, so have yeah. fun. Uh, so, but Jack, Jackie, his whole life, uh, everyone knows that he's really damn good at stealing stuff. Uh, he's been doing it since the first Operation Condor. Uh, as we see at the beginning of the movie where he's looking for a painting called The Roses. And he has a full body skateboard suit, which was really fucking cool. They had the, the creator of the suit come into the movie and like train him. Well, not come into the movie, but they came to the set and actually trained him on how to use it properly. So he's scooting all down like this windy ass road, fighting off so many people. And he gets away because he's jerky fucking Tran. But uh, yeah, they know that he is very, very good at what he does. And so they hire him to grab the rest of the heads because they have a certain amount of them. So at the beginning of the movie, you see them actually buying a ton of them because they want the full set. So they can be like, hey, we got the full set. Who wants these heads? They're the only ones out here. You're going to pay way more than I paid because they're assholes. And so they tell Jackie and his crew, if they can find all of them, they'll get like a 10 times bonus. And so Jackie's like, damn, that's a fuck ton of money. We can do this, you know? So, um... He does his travels and he finds old people that know a lot more than he does about things because he's a smart guy, but they kind of make him out to be a dummy sometimes. And he's like, I don't know shit about this, but I know how it looks. I know how to steal it. (laughs) So he goes to the first guy and he has his replicas of it. And they have a plan that they're going to 3D print all of the pictures. And then whenever they see the new ones, if they have to. And they can switch them out with people. So, you know, it doesn't matter if they think they have it. Sooner or later, they'll be like, wait, why is it lighter? 
I'd never touch it. I just look at it. Oh, that's damn it. We got robbed somehow, and it's like oh, it's gone now. So uh, that's Jackie's kind of big plan. But some of them they just kind of grab and run because it's just easier like that. Uh, so he, he goes to Paris because there's a young woman that knows a lot more than the first professor. Her name's Coco, and while he's there, uh, he gets involved with finding two of the bronze heads. So there's a building that he sneaks into. And it just shows 100% old school Jackie Chan stuff. He's figuring out the code to get into the room. And he gets in there and he finds a ton more stuff that he wanted. So there were like artifacts from like Egypt in there. Mm-hmm. And then the rose painting he sees. And he's like, oh, it's that painting I'm looking for forever. Yoink. And then he finds the heads and he's like, yoink. And so he's just full of fucking artifacts well, he swapped, on his body. He swaps the heads out for replicas. Yeah. So the other ones he doesn't have replicas for because he wasn't expecting to see them. Yeah, but. he was just like, oh, this is extra. Oh, there's the rose painting. That's mine. Well, that's going there's in my this, pocket. <laughs> there's this sacred like jewel of the Nile. That's mine. There's this staff that belonged to some ancient pharaoh. Mine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, his he, backpack is loaded. He's very opportunistic, but that's the thing. If I'm down for stealing, I'm like, oh, shit, I've been looking at it for like years. Put that in my back pocket. <laughs> And so Jackie scoots off, like I said, like Assassin's Creed. He scales down a a giant fucking mansion just in seconds. Yeah. Being old, that I mean shit to him. Uh, release the hounds, like always. There's always dogs in his movies because he goes to rich places. So he's scooting off and he has a parachute. He's trying his best to scoot away from the dogs. So they're tr- really trying to fucking bite him. Yeah. Uh, in the clips at the end, they actually do bite him a couple times because they are... Attack dogs. Yeah, so they're like, I want to bite you. And the dude's like, don't do it. And he's like, you know. Uh, but he he goes to a hedge maze and he actually finally gets out. Because this rich asshole has a fucking hedge maze. Right. <laughs> uh, he catches just enough. You deserve enough. to get robbed. Right? You deserve to get robbed. You right? can afford a hedge maze, you deserve to get robbed. I don't feel bad for those super rich people. <laughs> they're like, he stole stuff from me. I'm like, eh, you didn't well, even he know what he has, stole. He also has millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of priceless artifacts that belong to other countries in his house. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. So uh, he uses the parachute and he scoots over the wall and he's like, I'm out. And he's like, pick me the fuck up. We need to go. So he's kind of scooting down the street. Uh, the uh, the artifact girl that he met, Coco in Paris, she's there and she sees him. She's like, hey, it's it's you. And he's like, yeah, you don't know me. And he's like, no, I know you. You were the guy talking about the bronze heads. And he's like, wait, wait, what's that in your butt? Oh, you stole the bronze head. And he's like, get away from me. And so the bad guys see Coco with Jackie. And so just like all the other Operation Condor films, people get inadvertently dragged into situations with him. He's like, hey, man, I just came here for info. But they saw you with me now. So they're probably going to cut your head off. So you should probably just stay with me. It's easier and you'll stay alive a little bit longer. So Coco is now with the squad and she does not want to be there. She's Uh, not interested. And they actually all get arrested. They get back to Coco's place, and bad guys pop up. And so the rest of the crew rolls out, and they're like, well, time to fight. And the cops roll up because some old lady's like, there's people out here fighting. And so she calls the cops on everybody, which you should do, old lady. Good for you. Uh, And so they get arrested, but they get saved and cleared of wrongdoing by a lady named Catherine. And so just like on the the other films, there's always someone they pick up that is just about english or american something like that it's always a white lady with them in the, in the movies and this one was french yes and so they pick her up and they she actually brings them to her mansion because she has um uh tons of artifacts because they're selling all of them because she's kind of the family's bankrupt but then she has uh, a mystery that she needs solving and so she's like my grandpa and my dad, or is it great-grandpa and grandpa, went out sailing because he took a lot of things. He- no, so her great-grandpa was part of the expedition, the original expedition for the Chinese heads, or for the Zodiac heads. Yeah. And she had information about, like, she had old family photographs of whatever said mission, like, where they were when they were stolen, basically. Yeah. Um, so they know that her great-grandfather was involved. Her grandfather, like, when he 
had grown up and had become her grandfather, like at the point where he was already a grandpa, had like gone off sailing to find, to try and find where his dad had been shipwrecked or whatever, had died and had gotten lost and presumably died because he was already old. So she was trying to find her grandfather, like the remains of her grandfather, basically, because... She needed basically this family mystery solved. She needed to know that he had, I don't know, had been found or that he or yeah. had had found the great-grandfather or whatever it was. That she, in, she was looking to just complete the mystery about where her grandfather yes, had been. Yes, that and up. she was curious about what the fuck were they, like, looking for. Because there was some question about, like, there was something out there. And he yeah. didn't come back. Like, I need to know. There was some type of treasure hunt that was involved. Because yeah. her family, her grandfather and great-grandfather were very much into that. Like, let's loot shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, uh, in the mansion, before they join her on this adventure or help her find it, uh, they see the rooster head in just the mansion, just sitting there. And so, they're like, oh. And they 3D print one of those rooster heads or bring it in. And they switch it out real quick and then bring that bad boy out. They're like, cool, we got another one real quick. Uh, we like this lady, but we're still going to rob her blind because that's what we do here. Well, they're not really robbing her. They're robbing the bank because she bankrupt. So oh, true. So none, like, of this mon- none of the things in her house are going to her anyways. True. Uh, there's a big scene about Coco is very upset because this lady's mansion is just full of things from other cultures. And she gets a bit upset and she's like, hey, but this is my like family's stuff. And it's like, no, this is other people's well, stuff. Coco specifically finds this ancient scroll. Yes. This like Chinese map, this like old topographical map of China like that was has been missing for years and years and years and years yeah. and it's been just sitting collecting dust in this woman's attic. So Coco loses her shit and she's like this does not belong to you. This belongs to the people of China and you need to give it back to us basically. And there's this scene, this argument scene, where Jackie and his crew are sitting there and Coco is speaking to them in Mandarin and basically yelling at them in Mandarin, like, this French bitch is an idiot. Like, this shit belongs to us. We need to take this from her. There's no way. And Jackie is having to kind of translate (laughs) and diffuse the situation and being like, oh, that's not what she said. You know, just, just like... Things are okay. It's, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. She, she just wants to see, are we eating pork chops tonight? That's yeah, what she's Yeah. Everything's yeah. okay. Like, she's trying to diffuse the situation because Coco is livid. Yes. The person who has been anti-stealing things this whole time is like, no, fuck this bitch. Steal it. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackie's just like, no, we have, like, we have a mission to do. We've got all these different things that we need her information for so we've got to like play our cards right and we'll steal it on the download later yeah Yeah. but right now like just chill it'll be okay yeah it's very funny because uh anytime any of the other partners talk about stealing things he's like no 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 no, we're not stealing it hey man you can't say steal in front of coco she's gonna freak out on us wait till later and when she's not around then we'll work it out how we're gonna steal it and they're like okay cool you know, they're like, let's rob her blind. They're like, hell yeah, she's in on it, baby. So it's good. So they actually work out where the her family, Catherine's family, like, crashed. And so they sail out to find the island. And while on the island, Coco and Catherine are, they, they tell them to stay at the camp. But then they're like, fuck that. Well, I want to see some shit. And then, you know, they fall because it's what you do in a Jackie Chan film. <laughs> He tells you to do something. They're not going to listen because that's life. So Coco and Catherine, they fall. And they're on these, these like vines, this deep ass hole. And Jackie's hand is like right next to Catherine's like underwear, like area, her butt and stuff. And she's like, where's your hand, Jackie? He's like, if I let go, you will fall and die. She's like, let go. I got this. And he's like, and he lets go. And then she starts falling. He's like, Jesus. And so they like, all. Bitch, I fucking told you. <laughs> like. Deal with it. I'm right? sorry that I grabbed your butt, but like, you're either I hold you by your butt right now, or you fall to your death. You get to choose. Right. Like, so they fall to their doom, and hey, lo and behold, they find her like family ship, her great grandfather's ship. And so they're like, "Holy shit!" Or they her found grandfather's it. ship. Yeah, I'm not well, sure which 
well, family member. Grandpa's body was. was there, so I guess it might have been his ship. But, it, the, but 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 other things were there, which makes it seem like it was the great grandfather. Yeah, ship. or maybe he f- refound the stuff and was like, "Let's get out of here." It don't matter. There were a lot of dead bodies. Yep, and they find <laughs> some of the bronze heads. It was basically a pirate wreckage. Yeah. <laughs> And so while that's happening and Jackie's like, hey, we found some heads. And, oh, is that your grandpa's skull? And she's like, uh. So they find two bodies of skulls. And he's like, which one is your grandpa? And she's like, uh, I got a feeling about this one. So he's like, okay. And so she grabs bones from one set of bodies. Doesn't know if it's his. But uh, while that's happening, the two guys in the group are scooting off because they just have a hunch. And they have a metal detector on them. And they start scanning because the metal detector is going crazy. And they find a giant tree on its side. And so a part of the forest got cut down and the trees are smaller. And they scan this tree and they knock it open. It is chock full of fucking gold. So they found gold and put it in this tree because they're like, hey, we're going to do... Not just any gold. Chinese gold. Yes. And they're like, hey... Imprinted with the symbol. (laughs) We're going to transport this log back to the water because it'll float and we'll take this shit home. And then, you know, things happen. Just like the Goonies. You know, they have plans and then death happens. And then, well, and bad guys show up and like yeah. all this crazy stuff. So while they're all happy and we're like, we're rich as balls, y'all. Hey, look at that. Some of the bad guys that they screwed over earlier at the mansion come up in their sweet little Hawaiian shirts. And then right behind them, pirates that live on that island. And they're like, what are y'all doing here on our island? They're like, man, we were fishing. And they're like, well, why do you have that? technology i know what that is that's a metal detector asshole what are you looking for and they're like uh fishing line and they're like okay we'll find what you're looking for we're gonna kill you and take it and they're like oh shit so uh it all goes south one of the pirates has a bazooka and jackie actually presses the button and bazooka goes off and in that distraction we have ourselves a good old scrap and it's It's a good 15, 20 minute fight just everywhere. People are swinging, explosions. There are bees being used as weapons. Uh, it's absurd. And so towards the end of the fight, uh, they have to get out of there real quick. And so they sit on the log of gold and they cut the pulley system down and they slide their asses out on the log. And Katie brought it up and the music kind of felt like one of the uh, Pirates films. I don't know which one. It was very similar to the don't main they, Pirates theme. Don't they slide out on something in one of the movies? Ooh. I assume uh, they probably? did. Probably. I couldn't tell you. It's been a long time since i know I've Johnny Depp them. like is They've on They've done a, a lot of different yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know Johnny Depp's on like a big wheel, like scooting out of a town. Yes, in one of that them. is very so, prominent. But I assume they were all on something, just like, ah, sliding away screaming, because that's what you do in an adventure film. Uh, so they scoot their way out and they land in the water and they got away. Uh, their their boatman scooted off. He was at the beginning and he was captured with him. But then when the fighting started, he just scooted off and Katie was like, where'd that guy go? And I was like, he's probably dead. And then later on, the boat rolls up and he's like, hey, I got to the boat. And I'm like, oh, good for him. He, he, he understood that he has no fighting skill. Yeah, that captain was not fucking around. He's like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm going to get to the boat. Yeah, I'm not. We ain't fighting. I'm not about that life. So, uh, on the boat, everyone's partying and turning the fuck up because they have a log full of gold and the heads. And so they're pumped about that. They have like one more head to find. We're going to make all the money. Yeah. And so everyone's happy. Catherine's like, holy shit, I found my like grandpa's remains and I'm rich again (laughs) or still rich. Everyone's happy. Coco is very upset because she understands the real motive behind everything is uh he's grabbing the the bronze heads she thinks that he's grabbing them just to send back to china or wherever yeah chinese so we can go to the museum and he's like no i'm giving them to that company and she's like but those dudes are assholes and all they do is just like sell things like it's not gonna go back to china probably it's gonna go some other country and he's like like, i know that's not a problem it's like it's old like who gives a shit and which is weird because Every movie, he has this moment where he's like, who gives a shit? But then he's like, no, this isn't yours at some point. But I guess he forgets because he gets millions. So he's like, eh, it's all right. So, It'll be okay. So he tells her, like, it's fine. It's just bronze heads. Like, it's all right, man. There's so much more stuff that we have, you know. So it's, this is the part where Jackie's kind of an asshole. Lo and behold, the log, they didn't secure it that well. 
and it got waterlogged. Heh, <laughs> logged. And the gold slips out into the sea. And so they're like, holy shit, all the gold. And they dive in. All the guys dive in because they're like, Gah. Let me swim and get, grab this gold. And they lose it all. And so Coco's like, well, that's what you get, you know? Except I had this one. Yeah, so she's got one and passes the Jackie. And Jackie's like, mm, fuck it. And throws it in the water. Coco leaves and he looks at the guys. He's like, put a marker down, goddammit, so we can come back Wait, with it. Mark it on the mark it on the map. Come mark back with a map. submarine or something, man. We can get this back. And they're like, oh, you right. So even when Jackie's trying to like put up a good face in front of people, like, maybe he did learn something. He looks at the, you know, his bad pirate friends and he's like, We'll come back. Don't worry. And they're like, Oh, okay, yeah, cool. And so Catherine's like, What happened to the gold? He's like, It's gone. And so <laughs> Jackie's very much like, I'm going to get this gold. This is my fucking gold because I almost died doing it. So the crew go back home. And so um, they got rewarded for retrieving some of the bronze heads. And the, uh, you know, Jackie's like, hey, it's all right. I know y'all got stuff to do in your lives and stuff. He's like, hey, we can come back together or something and get the last head. It's fine, but I got to get out man my wife's about to have a kid and he's like okay we'll we'll meet back up in like maybe like a year or something and we'll we'll work it out and so jackie don't care because they still got tons of money from this and so he's saying bye to all his friends and they turn on the tv and lo and behold the group actually had the last bronze head the whole time so the whole situation was they were going to get 10 times the pay if they got them all by tricking them and telling them that, the, hey, there's one more out there. Just keep looking. They didn't have to pay him as much as they should have paid him. So Jackie's pissed at this point. And some of Coco's friends have been trying to find the company, their headquarters, because they're like, that's not fair. Like, you have all of these artifacts and you're being douchebags about it. And some of her friends, alongside her brother, get yanked up. And so she comes to Jackie and is like, you got to help my brother got kidnapped. You know, my parents are dead and they told me to look out for him. And, you know, I was fucking around with you playing adventure and he got kidnapped. I need help. And Jackie's like, you know, I got stuff to do. And he's kind of douchey. But then Bonnie didn't leave because she has her own issues with her daughter and, you know, the, the guy. And so Bonnie's like, don't be a douche, man. Like, let's save them. You know, at least do something good with your life. And he's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And so Jackie tells the corporation that, hey, I found that rose painting she's been looking for forever. And I want money for it. And so they tell him where the secret, secret hideout is. And he goes in. And while he's there, he meets another treasure hunter. His name is Vulture. He's a young kid. And uh, Vulture is a douchebag. He does things. He doesn't care if people die when he does things. So Jackie likes to replace things with a fake one or quietly steal it or do cool things so people won't inadvertently die. Vulture just steals shit and doesn't give a shit. And so people die and he's like, I shouldn't have been there. So Jackie. Right, you're bad for being in this area. Yeah, when I let that bomb go off so everyone's distracted that way and I just steal this one little thing. Like, I'm sorry you were around. So Vulture and Jackie have themselves a fight where they play uh, The Floor is Lava. And it was a really cool fight. Vulture's like, I could kick your ass without getting out of this, off this couch. And he's like, do it, homeboy. And they you fight. Bitch, you can't. <laughs> and it's really cool. They they play with the fact that Jackie's a little bit older than Vulture. Vulture looked like he was in his like 20s. And so that's why Vulture was kind of keeping with him because yeah. he had age on his side. And I was like, I guess Jackie still would beat him if it came down to it. it but... You know, they have to make it seem like he could get beat up. So Jackie tells the corporation, like, hey, I'll sell you this rose painting for less than I really want because this is worth tons of money. All I want is the little bit of money and those three kids you kidnapped. And the dude, the one involved is like, "Uh, we didn't kidnap any kids, Jack. What are you talking about? And he's like, "Don't don't play around. I know they're here. He's like, okay, I'll do you one better. If you can find them. You yeah, you him. can have him. And he's like, I cool. All right, don't test me, bitch. So he, Jackie jumps off and starts running. And then all the security start chasing him. Because security's not going to let him just look around. And so this is the, the spot of the movie where Jackie Chan does Jackie Chan. Uh, Bonnie has getting, been getting some uh, death stares from another chick in the whole situation. So they start scrapping. And it's a really good fight. 
Uh, yeah, from the main guys. The young guys, like... Yeah, Vulture's girlfriend, girlfriend is like, I could beat your ass. She's like, let's go. Bonnie's a bitch. Try me. <laughs> and so the bad guys kind of sit down and watch the fight because I'm like, this is cool. And Jackie is out here doing what he does best. He's running around, flipping on things. There's a really cool scene where he's in a room where they uh, take pictures of artifacts. And so he's fighting with the camera, swinging it around. And every time he does yeah, a move... Yeah, he's like using the tripod. Yeah. And every just, time a flash goes off, it's like just pictures going off. And then at the end, when Jackie leaves the room, because he like get, gets hit in the balls with the camera, and he's like, oh, you know, showing pain like any other hero doesn't do. Uh, at the end, all the pictures are printing out, and you just see Jackie's face. And it, it's really From cool. From him getting hit in the balls, yeah. And there's other pictures of people that got hit in the face with the camera, and it's just like zoomed in extra hard on their face, getting smushed. I'm like, that's so cool. Uh, but yeah, Jackie is doing all the fights. Uh, there's a furnace in this warehouse and it goes off the explosion blows up and uh the bad guy was oliver platt it's like the top bad guy in this movie Mm -hmm. and oliver platt's like geez man what are you talking about we don't kidnap people you dummy he's talking to his kid and he's like whatever man let jackie have the kids we got the painting we can sell that for more and plus cops are on to us so i'm gonna blow this place up anyway so he helped out so grab all the artifacts that we can still sell shit with and get the hell out of here, man. He's like, oh, okay. So Jackie scoots off. And so, you know, he takes the hostages home. So it's great. But, hey, we forgot. So the corporation still has that bronze head. And they want to sell it for the highest price. But no one bids on it because the whole world's like, you're... The repatriation thing. Everyone is upset. Yeah, you're douchebags. people are selling... Priceless artifacts from other cultures. Yes. So the corporation's like, oh, y'all don't want to buy it? Fuck it. We'll just destroy Destroy it. it. We don't care. Because we got the rest, so we can just sell that. So they have Vulture and his girlfriend and other bad guys hop out of a plane with their cool little, like, uh, squirrel flying squirrel suits or whatever. Well, they just... The normal parachute. Oh, they didn't have... They no, have they just had regular suits. regular parachute gear. And they are going to fly to a volcano to drop it in, which is the most absurd way to destroy something. Well, it's bronze and... <laughs> I know, been... but they could have burnt it Yeah, they could, they could have figured out some other way to ruin it. Yeah, so they fly to a volcano. Jackie's like, no. This whole plot point is the most <laughs> absurd... Like, this movie's absurd because yeah. it's like Indiana Jones, but the most absurd plot point is that it's... this would be able to happen... If the Chinese government thought that you were going to destroy a relic, like an old Chinese relic that is literally thousands of years old and holds such significance to the Chinese culture, there's absolutely no fucking way that this random organization of bad guys would be able to drop this shit into a volcano. Yeah. Like, the Chinese government would start wars. Like, yeah. there would be, like, I mean, any government, if this were to happen with any long-standing government and that... You know, we stole, the Mona Lisa got stolen, and then we're like, oh, well, nobody bid on it. Like, I'm just going to throw it in the fucking trash, or, like, I'm going to burn it. Oh, like, the no. Constitution. Everyone, oh, yeah, the Constitution. America going to war. Like, we yeah, just fucking fight. swing on somebody Yeah, if National it. Treasure actually happened. Like, yeah. no, that's some war. That's an act of war. Like, people, yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't happen in this film. Jackie Chan seems to be the only one who gives a fuck that this bronze head is about to be thrown into. Right. Or the only one that can stop. Or he was fast enough to be there to help, I assume. Because everybody else is like, oh my god, and Jackie's in a plane like, I gotta stop this. So everybody else is like, what do we do? And he's already out of the plane flying at him. Yeah. So there's a fight in the air. And so a skydiving fight scene happens. So Vulture's girlfriend, her mask gets taken off way too high in the sky. So she blacks out because there's not that much air up there, go figure. And The air is quite thin. Uh, the other people get all types of destroyed, and they're they're out of the picture. So it's just Vulture and Jackie swinging around. And so Vulture tosses it in. Jackie uh, takes off his parachute because Vulture pulls his parachute, and he's holding on to him. He's like, you're done, dude. Like, your parachute's already pulled. Jackie says, fuck this. Slips out of it. S- super skydives toward the relic. Grabs it before it goes into the volcano. Pulls a button on his suit, so he has this cool, like, bubble wrap kind of pops out on him. Kind of like a Mineta from My Hero. It's like these bubbles kind of pop on his body, 
and he falls down the side of the volcano and he falls for a while and everyone's watching and the news people are there they're like holy shit this dude just grabbed the 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 bronze head the dragon and that dude's dead probably he falls forever and jackie stops and he slides a little bit and jackie this is probably the worst i've seen him in a movie his leg is just straight sideways he is bleeding from everywhere and vulture lands and he has the dragon statue in his hand jackie's like fuck man he's like i can't i'm tired y'all and he gives him the statue and he's like dude you deserve this man he's like i don't really care this was just a job but you really care about this so here you go man i'm out and he wins jackie passes out from his like super injuries his leg was soft like it was destroyed from this it looked so gnarly oh bad uh he wakes up in the hospital uh he's got a cast on his leg and his arm's broken too uh he's busted up and in the neck brace jackie's went through some shit the company that got that rose painting hey go figure it's stolen so they all get like arrested for having it in possession so hey good job jackie you knew that the bad guys were gonna be like real pissed about that trying to get sold so good for you bud uh and vulture actually comes to the hospital and he's like dude you're you're awesome like i'm sorry for being a bad guy so i guess he did a quick little face turn and the whole movie he's been trying to call to get a date with somebody and he actually stood the lady up to save those kids and you know almost die (laughs) so at the end of the movie you find out he was talking to his wife and he's always busy doing stuff and having adventures so she's a bit pissed because he's out there but he's making some good fucking money so you know and he says that like hey man you can be mad but someone's got to make the money and Mm -hmm. you know and so his wife runs up she's happy and runs into the hospital and gives him a hug hey it's actually jackie chan's real wife and she's a cutie pie and so he's happy and so I, I wish it was one of the older love interests from one of the other movies. It kind of looked like the first one, and maybe they were playing that that was her, but it was his real wife. So It worked. It was cute. Yeah, and so Bonnie and her boyfriend, they worked their situation out. Like, let's make this work because, you know, we have a daughter. And it's really cute, and the daughter comes to the hospital, and she's like, I love you, Mom. And the other guy, uh, was it David, uh, his wife... He's in labor at that hospital. Had a baby. Yeah, and they were going to name it, what, Jackie, right? I think so. Yeah, so they named it after old crazy old Jack. Uh, It's really cute. And so it ends. And so hopefully we'll get some more because injury-wise, he seemed to have done all right in this movie. At yeah, the, the busted-ass leg was fake, I Yeah. Think. Oh, yeah. So, so at the end of the movie, they always do the credits. And it's always one of my favorite parts to see Jackie Chan films and what he went through. In this yeah, one, he always posts all his injuries. Oh, yeah. In this one, there was a scene with the cameras when he was... He dove through a painting that didn't have a painting in it, just a frame. And he didn't jump hard enough, and he sat down on it, and it kind of hit him in his lower back, like the frame. He fell on it. And he laid there for a little bit, and when Jackie, like, falls, he doesn't move for a second. He always, like, rubs things and just, like, grimaces. And so they're like, oh, shit, his back, you know? And he's like, I'm good, I'm good. And he stands up. Uh... One of the other ones, he slides down this long staircase with his legs on the hand, the the metal, and I think he messed up his hand because it wasn't like you know smooth. Yeah. But that was like the worst thing, like not like in uh, Rumble in the Bronx where he dove off of something and just shattered his fucking ankle. <laughs> yeah, and then had to wear a cast that they painted to look like his tennis shoes. Yeah. So he you could know. keep doing stunts. In a fucking full leg cast. Yeah, to keep doing it. You know, it's not like all those movies. Uh, the Operation Condor films, there was one where he jumps on a tree and swings down on the branches, and the branches snaps, and he, like, falls on his head. And they had to rush him out, because they're like, he might be dead. Uh, this movie, it seems to be the smoothest yeah. situation in it. So, like I said, if they can keep him safe and do it like this, more power to you. Keep making him, man. Like, he seems to be doing good, but... Nine years have gone by in COVID. I haven't seen Jackie since the pandemic. I like to think that he's probably working out pretty good and hopefully keeping busy because I love me some Jackie Chan. So, uh, Katie, who's your favorite character in Chinese Zodiac? Uh, JC. Yeah. Jackie Chan. I mean, that's 
it's hard because in all of these martial arts films, probably I would say all month, my favorite character is going to be the lead actor. It's just because the movie is so heavily involved in what they do. And a lot of martial arts films don't spend a lot of time developing everybody else in the film. I feel like this movie did a good job at developing the other characters, but they yeah. weren't as likable as Jackie Chan's character. And it's it's going to happen all month. I'm going to say it every Donnie Yen film we watch. If I don't say that my favorite character is Donnie Yen, like, I'm probably got body snatched. Uh, <laughs> same with Jackie Chan, all the films we watch with him. Same with everybody. Jet Li, Bruce Lee, and like, the main character, the main martial artist of the film is probably going to be my favorite character. And this it's true again for this movie and Jackie Chan. He yeah. did so well. The stunts were so well thought out. It was, he's really good. I love Jackie Chan. Yeah. So Katie said it and it's kind of a no brainer, but uh, Asian Hawk is my favorite. He's one of my favorite actual like fictional characters. Like, you know, him and Ash. And the bride from Kill Bill, they're like some of my favorite characters like of all time. But I will say, I'll, I'll branch out a little bit. Uh, Coco and Catherine, they felt like actual Operation Condor, like secondary characters because they weren't good at fighting, which is like a prerequisite to be in a Jackie Chan film because Jackie's doing all the action and he has to protect you. You're just kind of there and use weapons because they use like her grandpa's bones to knock a dude out. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I used your grandpa. He's like, he he wouldn't mind. <laughs> you know, you know, he'd probably think this was cool. Uh, just like in the other ones, uh, he always picked up girls. And then, like, in the one scene where they use helmets and they're, like, throwing themselves headfirst at this dude to knock him the fuck out and hit him in the balls, like, multiple times. And I was like, that's so cool. They can't really fight, but they're using weapons, you know. And then Jackie runs by and he's like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, but no, Coco and Catherine felt like real, usual characters in Operation Condor. The other three, they were legit, cool-ass people. Bonnie was awesome. I could watch a movie with her. I don't know if she does martial arts films, uh, but she was really good at what she does. And they did a premiere for the movie, and like she was one of the ones that came there, because she's beautiful and can fight. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Her. You liked Catherine? Not Bonnie? No, Bonnie was great. But like I said, she just felt like, I don't know. She she was that other level. Like I said, I like my characters like the ones that, the silly ones in okay. these movies. Okay. So, but no, uh, they did good. Yeah, Coco, Coco and Catherine, they were really cool. Bonnie's awesome anytime. So, uh, who is your least favorite character? Catherine. She was <laughs> annoying as fuck. And she yeah. added nothing, like... The, the side plot of her grandpa, like, I get, and, like, we needed to see her in France at her mansion, like, to get that part of the plot that her grand great-grandfather or whoever had found the 12 heads and was part of the mission that brought them back or tried, attempted to bring them back, that stole them. That's what I meant. Uh, you know, we needed that part of the plot because that's what really drove the ending the last third of the movie home but then they bring her on the mission to go find her like grandpa's bones or whatever and she was literally like the blonde girl from indiana jones who just yeah. like screams all the time and doesn't actually do any good like she's not helping the plot along she's just there for comedy purposes oh yeah and it was more annoying than it was like worthwhile in my opinion like her character was pointless beyond leading that small part of the plot along like jackie and his crew along with coco could have gone to this island to find the shipwreck and brought back you know the grandpa's ring or whatever like could have figured it out without her being there and it, she was just like i don't know there's there's these characters in adventure movies um, where there's always this female character who is, like, prissy and doesn't know how to be in a jungle and, like, brings a, is wearing the wrong shoes yeah. and is dressed for, like, a tea party rather than actual, like, traversing a jungle. 
And I'm so sick of those characters. <laughs> For, like, I would love for there to be just, like, a prissy dude in some movie who, like, can't handle the jungle and there to be, like, a badass girl character. Like, in Jumanji, when, like, <laughs> when they just kind of change it around and, you know, Karen Gillan, Car- Karen Gillan's character is just, like, a fucking hard ass. Yeah. Like, Tomb Raider type character and, you know, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Kevin... Heart, his character's just like, I don't want to be here. Like, bug, there's like bugs, and I'm freaked out. Yeah. Like, I don't know that the trope of just this like prissy girl who like doesn't know how to interact with nature is fucking annoying, and I'm tired of it. And that's why I hated her character because that's just what she was. Just this like garbage trope of a person. Well, yeah. Well, it's funny in his the Operation Condor films, in that first one, Alan, because he was looking for his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the useless one, and well, Lorelai ended was, up not being useless at the end. He could actually fight. Yeah, he didn't do a lot of fighting, but he could because Jackie was fighting those like black ladies <laughs> with many heels by himself. Yeah. But Alan, he was the crap one at first. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing, but he did get better when he, they found Lorelai. But uh, it seems like there's always a character in these films like that. It's just funny, the useless person. Jackie, yeah, I guess. Jackie seems to be really good at that. So, I'm okay with a useless person. I just wish that it wasn't always the same fucking type of person. Yeah. Like, it's always a girl who just is the most annoying person you could imagine. And, I don't know. So, my least favorite character... Um, let me see. Eh, the bad guys weren't as good as they could have been. So, uh, what's his name? Not evil enough for you? Yeah, Oliver Platt was just kind of there. Yeah, his character did not... Wasn't necessary, I Yeah, thought. and then his son was just there, too. So, Michael and Lawrence Morgan, they were just like, man, we're bad. I'm just like, eh. Like, the pirates earlier in the movie were cooler than them, bad guy-wise, because they had personality. Like, Oliver Platt was just there. And I, I don't know. Vulture was better. A yeah. better bad guy. There were better people, but that's the thing in martial arts films. There's always a bad guy that doesn't do the fighting and he just sits. They're usually the bitch one. And I always complain. But the bad guy, like in the raid, Mad Dog, Mad Dog's fucking awesome. That little dude was beating the crap out of tall guys in the raid movies. But the bad guy at the end, he was boop. But Mad Dog, awesome. Like the white guy that was like, oh, I didn't call for help. We just did this off the books. I'm like, you piece of shit. We could die in here. He yeah. was he was crap. But Mad Dog, awesome. That dude took on two guys at once. And yeah. almost fucking won. <laughs> but yeah, there's always a bad guy that just doesn't fight. And he's not good yeah, at fighting. Yeah, he's like the rich dude who... Yeah. Usually the rich dude in martial arts films. I'm not a big fan of that type of bad guy. But the ones that can scrap... The rich dude in any film... In most films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the bad guy that can scrap a little bit... Save for like... Batman films and Iron Man films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they usually have a weapon or something. Aside for the, besides the rich hero character. Yeah, like, but like the other... dude in the first Iron Man, he got his own suit. He can't fight, but he's like, fuck it, give me that suit. Or like, I'll fight him in this, you know? So at least they get powers or some type of ammo or something like that. Yeah. So let's do seven word synopsis. Uh, let me see. I had one in my head. When I was watching this film, I was like, just watching it to be happy. Uh, Asian Hawk is the best. Go, Jackie. <laughs> okay. Uh, French girl was useless. Others were great. Damn. <laughs> um, general plot. Greedy ass folks doing shady ass shit. Yeah. Um, that's, that's this movie. <laughs> and people getting kicked in their heads. Yep. And then best Indiana Jones movie after Temple of Doom. <laughs> I had to add an apostrophe to make Temple of one word. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. <laughs> yeah, Temple of Doom is my favorite. Temple of Doom is everybody's favorite, but yeah, man. this is the best Indiana Jones right after that. So it's like Temple of Doom, uh, Chinese Zodiac, then Operation Condor 1, Operation Condor 2, then Indiana Jones. The Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then... Last Crusade. Last Crusade. And then that... The alien one. That alien one. Uh, that's oh, number, that's that number that seven. <laughs> that's the seventh one. 
King of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. That's number seven. I wasn't that mad watching Crystal Skull. I just knew that Shia LaBeouf was his son because they punched the same sound. And yeah. I was like, oh, they both sound like a bag of bricks hitting the wall. That's got to be his kid. Oh, I was fine with him having a kid. That was not the part that bugged me. It giant was, ants were all It right. was the giant ants that was weird. It was the alien. That yeah. Was the, like, there was no need for that. I, I, I prefer my Indiana Jones fighting Nazis. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, oh, my gosh. Just, I prefer my Jesus. Right. And I know that was Sing, a small amount of time. guitar for Leonard Skinner. Yeah, you know. And I'm piss-ass drunk. I'm in the front row, and I'm just piss-ass drunk. You know, you know, Nazis weren't around for like the age of a kid to become t- at least twenty one. So I get that part of it, and they had to make a new bad guy. Could have made Russians. Could have made I don't know. Could have made anyone. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. The next Indiana Jones film, he's like you know a hundred years older. So we'll see what the fuck happens with Harrison Ford in it. Uh, I don't know who his son's gonna be in this one, but he's gonna have a daughter probably. Ooh, I'm I'm down with that fucking tomb raider that's my guess i don't know should have a daughter and a son should have twins i would have went with you think shia labeouf's a twin i would have done twins but you know i don't get paid millions to come up with ideas i just come up with them for fucking free but i'd have had twins i had one that was the real smart one i had the one that was just a dumbass and would just run into shit so the the best parts of him but split that's what i would have done and then they would have had to work together because they're like oh i'm so stupid he's like damn it katie's a smart one and then they're like we work well together, and they hate each other. And then they have to save their dad from so something. So is Shia LaBeouf the, like, he's the, he fighting the bronze? One. He's the fighting one? Actually, he was both. He was actually smart and brawny. That's I would, what I'm saying. So that I means would, the girl quietly... has to be also smart and brawny. But they got to be smart at different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. But yeah. you need both of their smarts and then both of their bronze because they're brawny at, yeah. at different if, things, If too. I could, or, oh, just make another set of kids. Indiana Jones just got just kids younger. everywhere. Yeah, Marion. When they got back together, they had some more kids, and they're just old as balls because the... they had more kids. Marianne was already in her fifties. That's not a thing that happens. Like Harrison Ford could have had kids like into his seventies. He could be having kids right now with some other, you know, historian buff girl that's only in her twenties. But Marianne ain't having no more kids. She's too old. Or she's way too old to have had kids at Kingdom of the Crystal Skull age. Or they could pull a Death Note in like L when he trains those orphans to be like him. Maybe they found some kids that just like doing dumb shit like Indiana likes to. They adopted some kids. Uh, that would work too. Yeah, I like that. And then they could be any color and people get upset. Sorry, this random I know, Indiana we, Jones. Like We like, I like this mix of genre like action and just like history stealing yes. shit it's awesome to me same i really like <laughs> uh, the history some of my favorite stuff okay aspect. so uh what do you this movie came out december 20th 2012 what do you think the budget for chinese zodiac was no oh, i'm probably way off because i don't know i said 40 million um u.s dollars yes that's not a bad one but honestly a little too high. $26 million. That is shocking that they made this movie for that cheap. I would have it's assumed practical. that it was... Which is why I would assume that it was higher. Because mm. the amount of props and prop work that had to go into this. True. And then the amount of titles that Jackie Chan has. Like, Jackie Chan's a big name and you should be paying him big name dollars. Just to be the star. Not... Including the fact that he was the producer and the songwriter and the this and the that and the that for this movie. Like, he did everything for this film and they would have had to do a ton of things. And they were doing, like, all of Plath was in this film. They had, like, replicas of all these different artifacts. Like, I don't know. I And, there's, you know, it's an action film, so there's explosions. There's a volcano. There were airplanes. Like, I would have expected it to be higher than 25 which is why i guessed 40 but i thought would have thought 40 was even low yeah so well i mean his company was involved with the production and the distribution so yeah he's probably saving money everywhere by doing it all himself yeah so it probably would have been a little like doubled if he was just like on a film but no 26 million they kept it pretty low for an action film in this day and age jesus man and this one's still like nine years old so uh what do you think the box office was so I said the box office was a hundred million. Not bad, but low. A little low. A hundred and seventy-one million dollars. That's insane. This See, I went with a hundred made... million. It's like it's 
two and a half times what I thought the budget was. And I was too high on the budget and way too low on the fucking box. Like, yeah. that's crazy. This movie made so much money. Jesus, they better make more. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it makes sense because it wasn't... I would have assumed... I wouldn't have assumed that this movie was attached to the Operation Condor series. Yeah. But... In China, it was probably very largely advertised as that. Yeah. Like, this is the third movie, like, the third sequel to the Operation Condor movies. Like, y'all already love this character. You've seen him do all this crazy shit. Like, come check out this third movie. Like, that's how I would have definitely advertised this movie in China. So, yeah, I bet it's... Yeah, and plus, there was this giant gap in between. Operation Condor 2 came out in 91, Oh, so yeah. 12, tw- 20, 20 21. years, 21 years go by. Yeah. And it's like, I'm back, y'all. And like, oh, shit. You know, I well, would go see it. That's a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull situation. Yeah. Even but, long. Well, that movie was even longer. That was like 30 years. Gap, yeah. But, but Jackie's in way better shape than Harrison Ford. <laughs> yes. Harrison and- Ford's at that point. He's like, I don't need abs. Cool. I don't think he had abs back then. No, he didn't. He had a barrel chest. Indiana didn't even have abs. Yeah. He's a scruffy looking nerf herder. Right. Punching people sound like bricks. So, yeah, he didn't even have to He care. was a history professor. Like, he was not... <laughs> he was not a rough and tumble kind of guy. I, he just, I mean, like, maybe. kind of knew how to scrap. He murdered a lot of people. <laughs> he does, but it, that wasn't, like, his goal in life. He was just, like, a <laughs> professor. Like, Jackie Chan's goal is to just, like, whoop ass. Like, that's his thing. Yeah. But not, yeah. Indiana was just like, I like stealing shit, but I kind of don't want to get hit. <laughs> but I can punch you if you punch me. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Chinese Zodiac? This movie is great. You should go check it out. But you should definitely check out the Operation Condor movies first. They are fucking great. And it'll really get you in the, I don't know, tomb raiding kind of world that is JC in these movies. It's fucking great. Like I said, I just ranked the Indiana Jones movies from best to worst. And these three films are... Two, three, and four in their in quality. They are better than the Indiana Jones, like than three of the four Indiana yeah. Jones films. Yeah. They're so good. They're, it's really good. They're so 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 good. So go check out the Operation Condor films. Both of them are fantastic. Go to listen to our episodes about the Operation Condor films. Like we cannot praise these films enough. And then definitely watch Chinese Zodiac or CZ Twelve, depending on where you live. These are fucking great films. Yes. I'm just sad that after 1991, Jackie got big in America and he kind of got slowed down from making more. He probably would have made way more of these. Oh, yeah. This would have been his life's work. Yes. But then, you know, he got to America and they were doing like Rush Hour and stuff like that. And then he did his like cycle of all right children-ish films he did. I like Shanghai Noon and Nights, but... That's when it started getting a little too much because he liked the tuxedo and round the world in 80 days, which was not good. He was great, but he wasn't the main character. He was like the Tonto in that film, in which I don't like that. Um, just like the Lone Ranger film. I don't like that. But he did a ton of films and he did really silly ones, but he still did karate in them, but it was sillier and sillier. And then he got to a point where he wasn't making this much money and he went back to his hometown and made some bangers and so i'm sad that 20 years had to go by in between these but he still looks great and he can still do moves so as long as he's functional and doing it more power to him make as many as you can but because he's getting up there he's in his 60s it's gonna be hard for him to do this shits one day yeah and he's already kind of in that like i'm good i'm not gonna do this anymore phase of his life because like think of back to um the karate kid like he was teaching him but he wasn't really like going hard and i mean that was kind of the same time as this movie yeah he whooped a lot more ass in this movie than he did in karate kid but he's definitely been slowing down in his actiony roles yes so there is a new film coming out called the diary that name doesn't really make me feel like he's gonna beat the shit out of people in it but we'll see what happens with it. So that's the new film. Um, but we'll see. Uh, he's got a ton of animated things coming out. One called Wish Dragon that he's doing. 
but no, he's keeping busy. So uh, good on you, Jackie Chan. You're my, you're, my, you're my dude. You're my dude. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Jackie Chan, you can tweet us at uh, Alan Tom Pond. We have an email. It is Alan Tom Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Alan Tom Presents. So this is like what the second martial arts film spread out that Katie and I are doing. Uh, we're gonna have the you run the gamut with the boys, and we're gonna do a couple more. Uh, I'm thinking of films that I really loved that we didn't do. Some weird ones. I know there's a jet. I want to do at least one Jet Li film. Uh, I know there's one that Katie really likes, and she actually owns on DVD. It was Unleashed, and so I haven't seen Unleashed in a very long time. It's a good ass film. And uh, Hoskins. Yeah. Right. And uh, Katie hasn't seen uh, Romeo Must Die, so. Wanna... I'm so excited to watch Romeo Must Die. I have been waiting for a movie with fucking Aaliyah in it that was worth a damn. Yes. So that was the Fuck other Queen film. Queen of the Damned. Yeah, that's the other film she did. Fuck Queen of the Damned. <laughs> um, that movie was trash. But Romeo Must Die was is really good. Because it's, it's really cool to see both I'm of them in I'm excited to see it. And Jet Li's my boy, so he's... Ah, it's good stuff, so... Uh, Jet Li's going to get some shine. I want to watch at least one Bruce Lee film. Uh, we always watch films with people that love Bruce Lee, but we actually need to do one of him. Uh, I might. We might do the one where he beats the shit out of Chuck Norris in that like hallway <laughs> at the Coliseum. I love that fight scene. I don't think I've seen the whole movie all the way through. I just love he's beating up Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris looks great in that movie. He's like, you know, 82 in that movie back in the 70s. So... Uh, but yeah, no, there's tons of people we're going to watch. Oh, there was one with uh, the dude from The Raid and Tony Ja and Triple Threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, that, it had everybody in it. Oh, it looks so good. So uh, there's tons of picks that we're doing. And Martial Arts Month always gets us hype. And Because martial arts films will get you hype. That's yes. what they are. It's, That's what the point. They're really damn good. So... Uh, so stay with us, guys. There's going to be some good movies coming up. And and like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.